0: Podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com. Hey, it's Bill,
1: and you're tuned in to Three Questions in the Song, episode number 68, where the title of the podcast tells you everything there is to know, except for when it doesn't, which is every time because it's never three questions. Um, with me tonight are Dixon and Corey from Crash Army. What's up, gentlemen?
2: He's Corey. I'm Dixon. <laughs> Hello, Bill. It's good to be here. Hopefully that holds up.
1: That's hope. So you are working on your second album, if I write correctly. Yes. But you're relatively new to the scene, correct? Yes. Um, when did, these are these don't count as questions. That's how we're doing this. I know how you operate. Um,
2: it's not three questions. It's thirty-three.
1: That's right. That That was my hockey number. That's a good pick. <laughs> so when, when did you guys get together and how did you get together? When we
3: got together it was probably it was just me and Corey probably November of last year. He just left a band he was looking for a new band and yeah, he was depressed and all that so I decided yeah, I'll pick up the bass, and start learning it. And then after that, we found a drummer, and we went from there.
2: We've been together about a year.
1: Um, I found, well, you kind of found me, actually, through through First Angel, and yeah. um, pretty much taken advantage of almost everything that First Angel does, which is awesome. Um <laughs> ambitious. Um and if you just since I brought that up, right below me in the video, you'll notice that their new EPK, which is almost done. <laughs> Done-ish. Um hosted at first angel media. Um, and uh I, I've been showing it off a lot. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have started showing it off, but I've been showing it off. I um.
2: sure people. I want to show it the record labels. That was the point of making it.
1: Well, yeah, that's, that's a great, great plan. That in venues, they'll help you get, uh, get booked. Um, and you guys are correct. We, we do need to get you a photo, like a, a promo shot of everybody in the band. Um, the stage shot that's behind us that they saw as the video was starting is cool,
2: but it's not a promo shot. <laughs> too far back. Like we'd want something more up close.
1: Well, and the thing with, with that shot is I used a, um, I think it's a 22 millimeter lens. So I really wasn't that far from the stage, but the way the lens is set up, it captures a wide view. Right. Um, I, I, since we're talking about that night, I will tell you whatever that thing was in front of the stage, it was a pain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It had to be some mining tools or something. Uh, I'm assuming it, it looked like a big saw, but I don't know like what you would use that for in mining.
2: <laughs> it was a trip hazard, too. I'm glad no one tripped over it all night.
1: I, I backed into it a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, for those of you that aren't familiar with what we're talking about, they just played a show at the Haunted Mine, which is the Tour Ed Mine um, just outside of Pittsburgh. Um, I think it has a Tarentum address. Yes. Um, it's the first time I've been there while it was Haunted. I didn't know that that whole area was even back there. Um, I, I've been in the mine a couple times, a couple times as a kid, um, once with my son's Cub Scout pack recently. Well, a couple of years ago. <laughs> um, what was the haunted mine like?
2: I thought it was great. It was um you got the ride in this little cart thing. Yeah. Like this underground mine cart. Um just smacking my head. Yeah. And uh it, it I, lasted- I think I
1: I think I forewarned you guys about that, didn't I? You
2: did. Yeah. <laughs> and it lasted like twice as long as a normal haunted attraction. I like that about it. It's pretty it was, it was worth the money. Even though we didn't have to pay, whoever <laughs> did have to pay it was worth the money.
1: Um, How did you come across that gig? Because, like, I didn't even know they had bands.
2: Yeah, this was the first year they did it. A co worker at U Pull and Pay, where we work, he, um, well, we were going to do a Halloween show at the Hayride place in North Carolina. There was that shooting. So then, last minute, we needed to find a place to play. And our friend Mark, Knew Nathan, the guy who owns that the haunted mine, and he got us in there.
1: Very cool. Did you say you pull and pull and pay? Yeah,
2: yes, scrapyard. Where,
1: where is that at?
2: In Hills, Wilkinsburg.
1: Okay. There, we 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 gave you a uh, sort of a shout out. Um,
2: they don't need it. Billion dollar company. They didn't need that. <laughs>
1: I um I've visited some of those, not that one, but I have been to a few. <laughs> They're convenient. How many I, I, I hate asking this, but how many shows have you guys actually played?
2: That was the first show like that we hosted that we set up with our new drummer. Like that was our first big show that we've ever played but we've played like open stages and smaller little things throughout the past year. But that was our first big show.
1: I am. I wasn't laughing at your answer. I was laughing at the phone vibrating.
2: No, it's, I mean, we're green. We're definitely <laughs> a new band. We're um, we've not been doing this very long at all.
1: Well, that's, I, I told you afterwards, like when you guys were getting ready, I, I was definitely worried. But once you started playing, I lost that worry pretty quickly. I, I was Dang. impressed once, once, once you were plugged in and 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 broadcasting to the world, you were good to go. And um, I really, really liked your freebird cover, punking it up a little bit. <laughs>
2: yeah, that was my idea. Take yeah. the credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry, God.
1: I was going to say, and it was funny that someone in the crowd yelled it right before you were planning on playing it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Josh forgot his what was it a cymbal stand snare stand it was the snare it. stand <laughs> my dad had to pick that up and bring it and I broke my tuning pedal before I even sang the first song so we had issues like before we even got started it was it was pretty challenging
1: like, um i didn't notice you doing a lot of tuning did, did the guitar stay in tune
2: my telecaster so, it's um not the best guitar. Um, it doesn't stay in tune like that well, but it does the job. I you know, the, a couple times.
1: The, the weather will definitely wreak havoc on that a bit.
2: <laughs> yeah, the weather was another challenge for that show, with the rain. Um, a lot of people didn't show up because of the rain all weekend.
1: I will tell you, um, one of the coolest shots that I got was of Dixon. When the smoke rolled in, it looks like the stage was foggy. I don't know if you guys noticed, I ran down the front of the stage taking pictures, trying to get all of you with the smoke.
2: <laughs> I thought you brought a fog machine. I was like, you brought a fog machine and lit up the stage.
1: That's I, I smelled it, and I'm like, where? And then I saw it coming across the stage, and I'm like, oh, I can't miss this. Yeah, and then um, the shot of you, Corey, that you're using as your um, profile pic, that is not smoke. That's the vapor coming out of your mouth.
2: I didn't know that. Well, <laughs> do you remember what song I was singing on that? Uh,
1: I don't. Um, I want to say it was towards the middle of the set. I'm trying to think of where it was in in my pictures. I want to say it was towards the middle. Okay, um, I
2: was wondering because it looked like I was screaming really loud. Whatever song it was.
1: Um, I would agree with that. <laughs> um, man, I can't. I'm trying to think. Um I'm trying to remember the covers you played, because I, I think it was a cover. Um, it wasn't Sex and Candy, that's for sure. No. Um. <laughs>
2: Maybe Blitzkrieg Bop? Hmm. About a girl, Nirvana. It may have
1: been that. Yeah. Let's Krieg Bop, by the way, is the first first punk po- punk song I ever played for for my kids, and um,
2: it's play.
1: they they sing along when it comes on. So they may not be huge rock and, and metal and punk fans, but I have at least gotten them to. They like Skinnered. they like a little bit of of uh, punk. They. I can't get them to do anything with metal, though. As soon as metal comes
2: on, they're gone. <laughs> I'm, I'm with your kids, honestly. Metal's um, it's a little bit too heavy for me. Like, no offense to any of the the metal players, but it just doesn't do it for me. Like, it's, it's too aggressive. That's just me, though.
1: I am. Um, I kind of walk the line, and and I have lines on both ends. Like, I will go there's some country that I like not a lot right. Southern rock I'm into yeah <laughs> and then anything from there to metal but not cookie monster metal
2: <laughs> yeah right, right.
1: <laughs> um, there is some cookie monster metal that I like but I, I want to understand the, the vocals and um, you know there's a place for that like I I, I understand where it falls into everything. And and I have respect for anyone who goes up on stage, but mm-hmm. the cookie monster vocals are, are hard for me to stick with. <laughs> right.
2: And it's like when it's the whole song too, like I like metal where like they'll, they'll do the, the scream thing for part of it. And then they'll break into like the verse and they'll sing and then like a back forth. But when it's just all like the whole song, like it's just, I can't understand that.
1: Well, like, like the um, the Skell song that I sent to you to listen to.
2: That was good. I, I, that. I,
1: I love that
2: band. Is that metal?
1: Would you call that metal? Um, Not that song, but some of the other stuff that they play, I would. I would call that more like um, – I mean, it's rock, but it's, it's heavy. Heavy rock, yeah. Um, I don't know. Heavy rock? <laughs> right.
2: That's what I would call it. But
1: they're definitely – they're they they walk the line. Like they have songs that sound like Pantera, and then they have stuff that sounds like that. Um let's see what else can oh I'm gonna ask I we've really just been having a conversation. I haven't really asked you any oddball questions yet.
2: <laughs> I'm not involved so far. Um if
1: you sat down on a bench and your musical idol sits down beside you. And you're only allowed to ask them one question. First of all, who sat down beside you? And what question are you going to ask them?
2: All right, that's easy for me. It would definitely be John Lennon. And I would ask him. I only got one question to ask him. Yep. Now, you may
1: end up carrying on a conversation with them after that. So you have to make sure right. that the question counts.
2: Right. Um, John Lennon's sitting right next to me, and I got one question. The question would be, will you spend the next (laughs) week sitting here with me and talking to me? That would be the question.
1: about you, Dixon? It's like that answer wasn't long enough. I haven't thought it through yet.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, just wait.
1: They don't get easier.
3: (laughs) Oh, great. For me, I really like the Smashing Pumpkins, so I would say Billy Corgan.
1: It was Bullet
2: bullet, with a Butterfly Wing.
1: Yes, that was the song that you were singing.
2: That makes sense. (laughs) That looks like, yeah. Um, Uh, I asked that. It's hard. It's a hard
3: question. Will you sleep with me? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't. really cool. i to sit next to me and ask him a question. How do you do it? Mm. I mean, honestly, I have no other idea. Like, how do you do it? How do you make these songs that are just so fantastic?
1: You guys are considerably younger than me, I think. Um, <laughs> When that song came out, I was in um, IRC. Do you know what IRC is? No, no. See, you're younger than me. <laughs> Internet Relay Chat, which still exists. But when AOL Instant Messenger came out, which is probably before you too, it kind of killed mean, it. <laughs> I remember.
3: Uh,
1: hey, so IRC means Internet Relay Chat. And it's literally chat rooms that you can go in and chat with people. And we had this room that I ran, and there were um people in it, and they used to we used to quote that song all the time. So you started playing, I'm like, I haven't heard this in forever.
2: <laughs> I remember when that song came out too, because I was probably Four or five years old, and the music video. I was, was, on MTV. I was in
1: college. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I remember, yeah, that's one of the. Uh, I remember November Rain, Guns and Roses was on a lot. Smells like Teen Spirit, Bullet Butterfly Wings. Um, I just re- that was a time in my life, an early time that I remember watching MTV and seeing those videos, and I always remembered that video.
1: The fact that you remember watching MTV when there were videos on it amazes me.
2: Yeah. It's been a while. Get ridiculousness off the air. (laughs) We're tired (laughs) of ridiculousness. It's ridiculous.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's a great line.
1: Emily, I'm live. How long ago was that? 500 years ago
3: that you were in college?
1: Go (laughs) away. Could you hear her? Rude.
3: 500 years.
1: That's what she said. Emily, they said you were rude.
3: Yeah fair. yeah, fair, but it's my job.
1: Fair, but it's my job, that's what she said. That's one of my two eleven year old daughters. I'm
2: about to have a daughter. You better not tell me that. <laughs> oh, it it it'll happen. I've heard stories, yeah. When they're young, they're your best friend. They love dad, and then when they get older, dad's some loser.
1: Well, we're not at that point yet. She's just giving me a hard time, um, but it, it is coming. <laughs> but there's two two of those eleven year old twins, and then uh, I have a thirteen year old son who hardly ever pokes his head in during this. The girls, now that I'm in the kitchen, their room is right off of the kitchen, so they're always floating by. <laughs> um, I'm surprised she didn't come out when I was talking about her musical tastes. <laughs> <Good> job,
2: <man. laughs>
1: um, let's see. If Where do I want to go? Um, okay. So you are standing at the crossroads, much like Robert Johnson, the uh, myth of Robert Johnson or legend, whatever you want to call it, lore, where he disappeared for a year, he went, he sold his soul to the devil, and now he can play an amazing guitar. Guitar. Right before somebody poisoned his whiskey and killed him. Um, <laughs> if you're standing at those crossroads waiting for the devil to appear, what are you going to attempt to sell your soul for? Mm
2: rest on oh, Caution! It's gonna get done. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know.
3: I just I don't really want to take a shortcut on shortcut on uh, playing my instrument, but you don't have to do it. Yeah, I don't have to. I guess I'm. I have no idea what I'd sell my soul for.
1: Honestly, like it's definitely it's, it's a tough question, especially yeah. when I put you on the spot.
3: <laughs> I mean, I guess get the band famous.
2: How about you, Corey? Um. So, I believe in um. I'm a spiritual person. So um, I wouldn't sell my soul, but if I were to sell my soul, it would be like Mike said for this band to be successful. That's the most important thing in my life. So I do whatever it takes to make sure this band makes it. So.
1: The reaction to that question is usually what I just got from you two. Um, I I get that. Well, I wouldn't. Um, So this is where I point out that I teach at a Catholic school. So I get what you're saying. Um, But I have a unique way of asking everything I want to ask. And that just happens to be the, you know, what's your end goal? (laughs) Right. Um, Speaking along those lines, let's say that Crash Army ends up headlining a tour and, I, for some reason, am tagging along with you. What is the soundtrack going to be between tour stops? So, What are we listening to on the bus?
3: Oh, man. What are we listening to on the bus? Say Nirvana, yeah. Smashing Pumpkins, Beatles. I like Metallica. So put your headphones
2: on. <laughs> I like Metallica. The Beatles, Nirvana, Smashing Pumpkins, and Justin Bieber. Because <laughs> we gotta stay current. We gotta know what's you know what's trendy. So
1: are are you familiar with the local band The Cheats?
2: Yeah, actually I've I wouldn't say familiar, but I've heard of them.
1: So their bass player, when I asked that question, told me that he likes to listen to Taylor Swift. They are 100% punk. No question about it. That is a punk band. Taylor Swift. Yeah. So I met him in person, and um, he didn't see me coming. I walked up, and I leaned over and bumped him, and he looked at me, and I'm like, Taylor Swift? He's like, oh, yeah, I love me some Tay-Tay.
2: <laughs> She's talented. She's yeah. definitely talented.
1: Um, There's a th- – this is perfect segue, too. There's a story that Dave Grohl tells – about being at Paul McCartney's house and Paul sits down at the piano and starts playing this new song and um, he finishes the song and everyone looks at Dave and are like, Dave, play something. And he goes, and I'm a little, um, what, what's the word he used? Altered. I'm a little altered at this stage. And I know that I don't know how to play the piano and Paul's left-handed. So all of his guitars are left-handed and I'm sitting there trying to figure out how I'm going to get out of this. And Taylor Swift stands up and goes, I'll play a song. She goes, he goes, and she goes over and she sits down at the piano. and She starts playing the song and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I know this song. And he looks at his wife and he's like, I know this song. And she goes, yeah, it's yours.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he goes, so then I had, so then I felt bad and I went over and I sat down beside her and she's singing in her beautiful voice. And I'm singing like I normally do. <laughs> he goes, it didn't go well. <laughs> What song but, was it? Um, I don't remember, but there's a YouTube video about it. So if you Google um, the time Taylor Swift saved Dave Grohl, you will find it. Um, but the reason it's a perfect segue is because I ask this question a lot. Who is your Dave Grohl? In other words, who do you want to get up on stage with and play one of their songs?
3: I would have to say Billy Corgan. Like I, I would like to play with the Smash and Pumpkins if anything. I wouldn't do them justice, but <laughs> I could try.
2: Mm. Um, all my heroes are dead. I can't play with Kurt or John. Um, so I was just thinking about this the other day. Um. I don't know if it's going to come to me. Who's still alive that I would want to play with? Johnny Rotten comes to mind, but um, that wasn't him. That wasn't. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! Um, if I could get up on stage and play with anybody, the Ramones are dead too, huh? Yeah, they're all dead. I, honestly, um nobody <laughs> like I, yeah all the people I really love are gone so I guess nobody
1: I I just I didn't register until the other day and now when we were talking um, Robert Johnson was the first the 27 club he was 27 when he was poisoned yeah. so first musician who didn't make it past 27 and you know. Kurt is in that list and multiple others
2: I thought Jimi Hendrix was the first
1: Robert Johnson is definitely older than Jimi
2: yeah,
1: <laughs> <enough>. Um, <clears throat> Before we go any further why don't you go ahead and take your MTV moment and tell me about your song
2: Happy Never After
1: See that's how I got away with not messing it up
2: yeah, it <laughs> Happy Never After All right. So um, I wrote the song about a year ago and um, I was having a really bad day. And I remember being at Walmart with my wife and I was just really depressed. And I I kept looking at random things and saying like, Twizzlers make me happy. Cupcakes make me happy. And um, it actually made me happier because I just kept like saying these things make me happy, and it just stuck in my head. And as soon as I got home, I picked up my guitar and wrote that song.
1: So it's yeah. a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, that's like the one thing I remember from my psychology classes. <laughs> one. <laughs> so what we're gonna do? Is we're gonna take a moment and listen to "Happy Never After" by Crash Army. Yes. I, I cheated. Come on. <laughs> and. Uh-huh. <laughs> That was "Happy Never After" by Crash Army, who are hanging yeah. out with me tonight. Um, so, here's another one of those questions that doesn't count. Where did the name Crash Army come from?
2: Oh man, shite! Um, an angel came to me in a dream <laughs> and uh, gave me the name. We uh, we knew uh, we knew as a band with our original drummer that we wanted something army. But it took us like months, like I'd say about two months, just back and forth. Like we weren't satisfied with anything. And um, yeah, somebody helped me with that.
1: And while we're, we're talking about the the band name, Dixon, you want to show off that shirt? Oh, yes.
3: yeah. Here, there you go. <laughs> there you go. See it. There we go. They're
1: for sale. Not, this one. I, not that one. <laughs> I don't know you, you wore it you can sign it and you may get more money out of it <laughs>
3: true I didn't think of that
1: um where can somebody get a hold of one of those
3: probably just messaging us on Facebook and uh probably mail it to you. cool if not find us another show
2: <laughs> We'll have them met the shows
1: um I'm going to do this again. Right below me is the EPK address. When you go there, there's a whole row of logos, including the Facebook logo. So you can click on there to get to the Facebook page um, and many other social media links that I found along the way. Um, and they have recently been added to to bands in town if you're looking to follow their shows.
2: <laughs> we are on there.
1: Um. So let's go let's go one more oddball question and then and then we'll wrap it up. (laughs) Um if before I ask this, how many
2: originals do you guys have? So Operation New Dawn, our first album that's out on all platforms. That's there's ten songs. And there's nine originals. Our free bird, our punk rock free bird's on there. And then there's nine originals. And then we're working on Staggering Soldier. We have probably six to eight originals on there. So probably like 16, 17 original songs. All
1: right. This question should work then. All right. So a apocalyptic event happens and wipes out almost all human life on the earth. And there's a handful of humans left, and only one song from every band survives. Mm. Which one of your songs should survive to help to help repopulate the earth?
3: Help oh, repopulate it specifically. Yeah,
1: um I'd explain, but my daughter is standing right there. <laughs>
2: okay. I'm tracking you. song
1: to read <laughs> that grin <laughs> dixon obviously knows what i'm asking <laughs> I
3: mean, exactly what you're asking oh, number yeah. songs are really that kind of
1: yeah. sexy you know? <laughs> um well, i mean there could be a bass line in it there could be um a certain certain uh drum um Keep to the beat is what you're saying. Yeah. Um,
2: what would you think? So that specific uh, twist to the question, I would have to say indecision.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, like, don't e- I don't even know what the song is about, but now I'm thinking there's only a handful of people. How many decisions are there?
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's um like Mike said, we don't really do a lot of love songs and stuff, but that one's a love song. I mean, kind of. Yeah, think about it. and it's like
0: upbeat. Two, <laughs> <laughs> Two minute drill. Two minute drill.
1: So you're saying you guys don't do like Barry White covers then? I sent you on a mission to check out Joe Patrick and Four on the Floor. Um, did you come up with a question for them?
2: Yeah, I checked out their Facebook. Um, I got, country's not my forte, but um, it seemed like I was looking at their scheduling. Like, they, They're doing a lot of shows and stuff. So I'm happy for them. Um, my question is, where do you guys see yourselves one year from now?
1: And now I'm going to throw the question at you from last episode's guest
3: which I found an intriguing name. And uh, listening to them, they kind of gave me somewhat of uh, instrumentally, they gave me, and I hate comparing bands to bands, but Nirvana vibes. And then they came in with a kind of vocals that I wasn't expecting, that I appreciated the mixture, the mashup of. Um, I was wondering the vocalist's major influence on music because his style seemed unique and I wanted to know a little bit more about it. I tried YouTubing it and I, I couldn't find, uh, we're not on YouTube too hot either right now, so I get it, but I was just wondering a little bit more about his inspirations, his influences.
2: Well, um, I'm really happy that that happened when he listened to it because just real quick, my vocal journey um, started like three years ago, whatever, when I started playing guitar and singing and it was really hard. Anybody out there that wants to be a singer, it's, it's a challenge. Your voice is like a muscle. It it takes a long time. Um, And I made the mistake of trying to sound like Kurt before I've been on stage trying to imitate him. I've tried to imitate John Lennon. I've tried to, sound like a lot of different people but um eventually i found out i just have to sound like myself and um so that was the question who do i who are your influences influences um i get i guess the beatles and nirvana are my heaviest influences but when i sing i just try to sound like myself that's that's all i can say
1: um since Dixon's here as well, well who who are your bass influences?
3: <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about this on the ride over it, too. I really <laughs> like Flea from uh Chili Peppers, and then you got Les Claypool from uh oh man. Uh banda
1: up Yeah, I, I, I know, know. Um, I am not pulling that out of my head. I know who you mean, though.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, let's play pull from uh, Primus. I would really yeah. love to learn how to slap like he does. But... So far, like all these songs, I pretty much taught myself to play the bass, so I just play like myself.
1: That's kind of how I learned how to do web design. That's how I learned a podcast. That's how I learned how to do lots of stuff. <laughs>
3: Fact, I, I full with the Butterfly Wing was the first song I ever learned. I learned a dumbed-down version, so when we went to cover it, I had to relearn the whole song over again. But, uh... Yeah, I feel like it went
1: well. Um, so, I've been sitting here looking at the mic stand behind you guys with the flag hanging off of it, and I got a really cool shot of just that, that I didn't do anything with. But... If you want it, I, I will
2: edit it and send it your way. <laughs> yeah, do that. Um, my mother-in-law actually was looking at that, like one of your pictures, and she pointed out the um the flag hanging off the mic stand. She really liked it, so I think I'm going to keep it on there.
1: Um, I do have another question for Dixon.
2: <laughs> oh boy! All right.
1: It, it's not. It's well, I wouldn't think as hard as as. The other ones have been, but you were on stage with your sunglasses on, and you have sunglasses on now. Um, just yeah. your look? <laughs> uh, no,
3: honestly, it started off when we were doing the over stages. All the lights flashing, I get migraines real easy, so I wear the sunglasses. And I just came off of one hell of a migraine probably an hour ago. So just be easy on the eyes, you yeah. know.
1: I can't remember. It may have been you. Yeah, it was you. I was talking about the front lighting, and you were like, "Well, if you have to use flash, use flash." I'm like, "I don't have flash." (laughs) That's right. I told my wife, "I'm like, I think I worried (laughs) him." With 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 stage lighting, you really don't need to flash. So I never bought one.
3: (laughs) Pictures came out great. So
2: thank you. (laughs) Bye.
1: Two more questions for you. The first one is um where can people get a hold of the album you have finished? And um I believe you have a
2: video coming out that you probably want to talk about. <laughs> yes. All right, so you can get a hold of Operation New Dawn on any platform. We went through Distro Kids, so it's on Spotify, iTunes, uh, YouTube, YouTube, um anywhere. Um and then, sorry, I meant what was was the other part? Sorry about that. The video <laughs> the video, okay, yeah, sorry, all right, so our our first big video, all my friends are suicidal, comes out Halloween night the thirty first at seven pm um not to give too much away, but in the first scene, I drop my old guitar off the Westinghouse bridge and it shatters.
1: I saw that. Did you really do that?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. We almost got in trouble for that. Cops are on the scene. Yeah, it was pretty cool. But um, no. Our friend Marcus, actually the guy that pointed me to you guys, First Angel Media. He's the one that shot the video. Um, it took a long time to get done. It's finally done, and we're super pumped to put it out and uh, move on. Um.
1: See, now I have a question about dropping the guitar off. Did they tell you you had a permit to do that or something?
3: <laughs> uh, well, where we were at, we we're kind of uh, in a restricted area. We we're on the uh, train tracks. And a cop oh. comes up, and he's just like, what are you guys doing? So we had to make up a quick lie, like, oh, we're just shooting B-roll of the uh, bridge. And then as soon as he was out of the way, <laughs> I was just like,
2: drop the guitar now, drop it
3: now. And boom. Uh, happened (laughs) ran up picked up all the pieces and we got out of there
2: and i still got the pieces in my trunk (laughs) boom yeah i'm hanging on to that
1: i yeah i didn't i figured there was some some movie magic going on there
2: nope that's real
1: i may have seen this video already for those of you trying to figure out (laughs) yeah you got a sneak peek i did (laughs) Um and you can find that on YouTube or again if you go to EPK, it'll it'll be on there too. This one I'm thinking you might not have an answer to, but um you can use it as a way to get some. (laughs) Um which sounds really bad after I asked you about which song would help repopulate the earth. But anyway. (laughs) Um where where can people find you playing like what what do you have coming up next and if you don't give us some information so anyone who's listening can can that may have a venue may contact you
2: yeah uh, we're always down to play always we love playing um our next big show is at the halftime lounge on november 13th there's um a flyer on facebook a friend of mine's band is putting out their first album and they asked us to open for them. So we'll be there. I think it starts at eight o'clock. That's our next show.
1: I actually do remember you telling me about that. Yeah. Um You need to add it to your bands in town. <laughs> I will. I will. Yes, sir. You're going <laughs> to find out that, that I point stuff like that out a lot.
2: <laughs> no, I appreciate the guidance, honestly.
1: Um, John Lane, who we're going to hear from here shortly, Um, he will do the outro to the show, is the lead singer of the band, the Hellfire Club out of Akron, Ohio. And I'm constantly reminding him, hey, you have shows coming up. They're not on your website. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's
2: um, that feature I, in you.
1: It is, but it's also, you know, if you don't put your information out for people to know where you are, they're not going to know where to go. <laughs> right. You're right. Um and he's terrible at it. <laughs> and he'll admit it. In fact, when he does
2: make an update, he'll, he'll call me or send me a message. He's like,
1: I updated the website.
2: <laughs> well, I don't know about him, but for me, it's like um, just taking on so much, like, by yourself. Um, like, that's why I appreciate your help so much is because I, I do everything myself on top of the pregnant wife and the job and the, you know, so like it's just a lot honestly
1: yeah I, i've been there as you're going to learn that it's going to i'm going to say worse but that's not really what i mean it's going to get worse um and then as they get as your children get older it gets a little easier like now where i have an 11 year two 11 year olds and a 13 year old they're a lot more self sufficient than yours is going to be
2: <laughs> that
1: makes sense um I mean, they still need help, but not. You know they they can go make a sandwich if they're hungry. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me tonight.
2: Cheers. Thanks, and, Bill.
1: Uh, you're welcome. So once again, you can find them easily by going to epk.firstangelmedia.com/slash crash army. Um, <laughs> the I'm, right
2: I'm
1: glad I'm not the only one that has that problem um,
2: Right and the right is left
1: Yep um, Once you're there you uh, After 7pm on October 31st You'll be able to watch the new video uh, There is a song Link there from Bandcamp that you can listen to There's some photos The shows will be listed there as soon as I remind Corey again Um <laughs> On <laughs> it, and uh, uh, all of the places where, well, most of the places where you can find the music are listed right across the top with logos that you will recognize, and uh, the band's contact information is also on the top of the EPK. So, find out everything you need to know about Crash Army there.
2: <laughs> Hell yes! All right, so.
1: Here's what's going to happen. Up next, you are going to hear John the, American, let me try that again. John the American Hill Jack Lane telling you how to subscribe, listen, and leave comments about the show. Uh, once you hear that, you will know that this episode has ended. And if you're listening on rudiradio.com or buildascene.com slash radio, you should hang out and listen to the music that's coming up next because those stations are supporting the show and both stations are playing unsigned and independent music for you to enjoy. My name Bell is Bill. this is episode number 68, and I will catch you next time.
2: Yeah! This episode of Three Questions of Song has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more unsigned music from around the globe. Don't forget to rate and review the show, and we'll see you on the next episode.